There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in. We'll talk with you, the one and only Christian Motivation Broadcast, hosted by your one and only Joe Jean Georges. Hello and thank you, everybody. How are you guys doing today? How are you guys doing today? How was your night? How was your morning? How's your morning going? Excuse me for a little bit if I'm taking a little a little bit but more time. Trying to get things situated. Sorry. Hello, everybody. How are you guys doing? 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 Today, actually, my sound like a little different because I am dealing with a tooth pain. You know, like my tooth is kind of hurting me right now. And, you know, I'm doing the best because I did promise myself no matter what happened, no matter what happened, I will still do the life, even if I am sick, I will still go live so I can talk to you guys. But today I am dealing with a tooth, you know, like a tooth pen. If I sound like a little different, it's because right now, because of the tooth problem, I am talking, you know, like I am talking, uh, what is the right way to say it? I am talking using my tongue, you know, it kind of sounds, you know, like different, different today, but I'm not going to let a tooth, you know, you know, like a toothache, stop me from doing what God called me to do. Today, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, just like I say, I'm gonna continue talking the the same topic, temptation. We're gonna go over, you know, like the stuff I spoke about, and but today our focus going to be. Overcome temptation. How to overcome temptation. That is our focus for today. On Monday, we actually like, you know, like talk a little bit about temptation. What is temptation? Temptation is something that you want to do. Even though you know you're not supposed to do it, you still want to do it. You know, and then even though you know it might be a sin, even though you know that God may not agree with you doing it. You still choose to do it. So um, we actually spoke about that. But today we're going to be going to our uh, to overcome temptation. What are the steps you're supposed to take to overcome temptation? Thank you for joining me. You know, 
You know, like I just say, I am dealing with a tooth pain. I might sound a little different right now because the way I'm talking, like my, you know, like my gum is killing me right now. My tooth is killing me right now, but I'm not going to allow my tooth to stop me from doing what God called me to do. Actually, um, you know, temptation, everyone is tempted, but you have, but how you handle temptation is very important to your work with Jesus and your own spiritual health. Maybe you have been fighting the same temptation for years without being able to shake it off. It's like a broken record of temptation. Sin, regret, repent. So you might be like, you've been fighting with the same temptation. You've been fighting with the same thing over and over, over and over, over and over. You've been praying about it. You've been asking God why you're not helping me overcoming that temptation. You fast about it. You know, you fast about it and God haven't with um you know answer that prayer but it doesn't mean that you have to stop fighting just because you see god is actually not saying nothing right now right now maybe there's a lesson that you have to go through you know it doesn't matter maybe god is um maybe god is observing you to actually see if you're gonna stop if you're gonna stop you know like praying if you're gonna stop asking him to actually help you to overcome the temptation. The temptation might be might be like a car. You tempted yourself to actually buy that car, so I'm going over a little bit about what I spoke about Monday. I think I I had a conversation about maybe like a car that you want, like a BMW. You tempted to buy that BMW because you see somebody else have it. And then God has something better for you. God wants you to drive a Lamborghini, but you're so focused on that, you know, BMW. Sometimes we, we block, we block ourselves from receiving a blessing that God has for you because God's blessing is always better than the blessing that we have for ourselves. You might want a 20,000 and then God wants you to have a 50,000. You might want to have a hundred thousand dollars in, into your account. You're tempted to have that because your friend probably have it, or you know somebody have a hundred thousand dollars. Even if you don't want, even if you don't know anyone that have a hundred thousand dollars into their bank account, but you're tempted to have it. Your mind is set only to that one hundred thousand dollars, but God wants you to have a million dollars into your account. So because of that temptation, you focus on that, you are losing the blessing that God have for you. Even if God wants you to have less or he doesn't want you to have that $100,000, God's blessing is always best for us. God's will is always best for us, even though we um, we accept it and we don't accept it. And then we went over, you know, Jim's, Chapter 1, verse 13 to 14. We went over that on Monday. How do you break that cycle? How do you break that cycle of temptation? 
I encourage you today to stop and read the temptation of Jesus through, you know, through um, Luke 4. Jesus gave us a great model for overcoming temptation. When Jesus went to the desert, when Jesus got done fasting 40 days, 40 nights, he actually went to the desert. He actually got tempted by the devil. I know God allowed that to happen because he wanted to leave an example for us, for us to know the right way to actually fight that temptation. In that moment, Satan did everything that he could to tempt God. Even though he know, even to me, that's a way of temptation for Satan. Satan got tempted to tempt Jesus. Think about it. Satan knew by by him like testing Jesus, trying to tempt Jesus, it's not going to work. But he still did it. So that's that's a form of temptation too. Satan got tempted again. Just like he got tempted when he was in heaven, he thought he could be God because he saw the glory. He saw the angels worshiping God. He saw the power. He saw the glory that actually, you know, the glory that God been given by the angels. So he got tempted to be just as God. So maybe like we never think about that. Me too. Like, you know, by me talking right now, that actually just popped up my mind. So. It's kind of Satan got tempted over again a second time. Maybe not a second time, but he got tempted for him to tempt God. Even though he knew he was going to fail because he knew that, but he still did it. So that's a kind of temptation. When you want to do something and then you know that God do not want you to do not want you to do it or you know that. What you're doing is not good. You still attempt to do it. Until this day, Satan is, is being tempted. One way for you to overcome temptation is for you to, to pray. If you are like a believer, the best way for you to overcome temptation it's for you to pray God. The second time, the, the second thing is for you to read your Bible. The more you read your Bible, the more you pray, the stronger your spiritual life will be. The stronger your your spirit will be. The stronger your mind will be because your mind will be uh, will be filled with the Word of God. Because like you're praying, you're praying, you're praying, you're praying, and then like you're memorizing what you're praying. You're reading, you're reading, you're reading, you're reading, and then you're memorizing the word of God. Your mind going to be filled. Your mind going to be full of the word of God. Satan not going to find ways to actually send temptation into your mind because your mind is so busy with the word of God. Though your mind is so busy with praying, the more you pray, the more you fast, the more you read your Bible, the stronger you get spiritually. Your spiritual life is going to get stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And then the enemy going to stop bugging you one day. The enemy going to flee away from you because the enemy the enemy not going to flee permanently. 
but it's going to stop bugging you that way because he's saying that every time he tried, he fell. Because like you you kept on reading your Bible, kept on praying, kept on fasting. That's why the Bible says we need to pray, read our Bible, and fast. God didn't just tell us to do that for no reason. And then that's another way of you having a relationship with God because like you're talking to God. Prayer is a way of, you know, like communicating with God. So there's so many ways for you to overcome temptation. Another way for you to overcome temptation, you're able to rebuke it. If you wake up one day and you see uh, and you feel like you're being tempted, don't just let it go like that. The more you let it go, the more the enemy going to keep pressuring you. The more the enemy going to keep sending flesh, sending stuff into your mind, and the light is going to keep growing and growing and growing because you are not using the power that God gave you. That power is to rebuke that mindset, is to rebuke that spirit in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I command that, that temptation to go away, to return back to center. But if you just let it dwell, you know, like in your mind, you will, you will, you know, like that temptation gonna become true. That temptation gonna, you know, like, um, you gonna come true because like you are actually not doing nothing about it. That's one weapon that God gave us. The name of his son, Jesus Christ. We're able to do anything with the name of Jesus Christ. A lot of people don't believe in it. These days, I actually been hearing like a lot of, you know, like watching like a lot of videos, especially on TikTok. There's a lot of, you know, Christian that I actually follow on TikTok. There's a lot of videos I actually saw on TikTok. People are coming with different names for Jesus. People are saying like, Jesus is not the right name. This is the way you're supposed to call Jesus. This is the name it was in the Bible days, you know, this and that and this and that and this and that. But, but by you saying that Jesus is not the right name, so you've been tempted by Satan to actually try to prove the name of Jesus is not the right name for Jesus. So why are you able to cast out demons with the name of Jesus? If the name of Jesus is not the right name of, you know, like of the Son of God. Remember that God have multiple names. So Jesus have multiple names. But they're trying to make it seem like Jesus Christ is not the, you know, is not one of the multiple names that the Son of God had. So I asked myself, like, why am I able to cast out demons? When I go to mission trip in Haiti, God used me to cast out demons by using the name of his son, Jesus Christ. So I'm not saying like the other name, some of the other name is not true, but they're saying that Jesus Christ is not the real name. He's not a name of God, the son of God. That's like you're not supposed to call the son of God Jesus Christ. So those are the time and days that, that we're actually living in right now. Notice when temptation come. 
You have to notice when 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 temptation comes. Sometimes we are so busy on all the things like work, exercising, traveling, having fun. When you're being tempted, you actually not you know you don't know that you are being tempted because your mind is so busy with other things. So you have to notice when you are being tempted. You have you have to notice when the enemy is trying to tempt you. If you don't notice it, you're not going to be able to overcome it. So your mind always have to be ready to notice that. Sometimes we're talking, we're talking and talking and talking and talking, and then like we're telling lines, but we're not actually noticing that we are telling lines because we focus on that conversation. You kept saying things, saying things, and then later during the day, that's something I love to do. I don't know if everybody doing it. Before I go to sleep, I think about the day. I say, okay, I had a conversation today. I try to remember the conversation to actually find out if I had tell a lie. Because sometimes we talk, we we might say like one or three lies, but we actually don't know that we are lying. And then like when you think about it, you you notice that you lie. And then when I think about it, if I notice that I tell, you know, I told a lie, so I might call the person. And tell the person that, hey, we actually was talking today. There was two or three things that I said to you that was kind of a line, but I didn't notice it when I was talking to you. So I just want to apologize about it. And then I ask God for forgiveness. So I don't know if everybody, you know, actually do that, but me, I take the time to actually do that. So notice when temptation comes. So you can be able to overcome that temptation. You need to know the meaning of temptation. For you to know this temptation, you need to know the meaning of temptation. If you don't know the meaning of something, you're not going to be able to know when the thing comes. If you don't know the meaning of sin, you're not going to know when you are sinning. So you need to know the meaning of temptation, what temptation stands for. What is the different kind of temptation for you to be able to recognize temptation for you to be able to notice temptation when that temptation comes. So the more you read your Bible, the more you pray, the more the Holy Spirit within you gonna help you to overcome temptation, gonna help you to notice temptation. Think about the time you are most often tempted. When does it happen? You think about the time that you most mostly been tempted, and then like you trying to figure it out, what caused it? Like, you know, like when that happened, what exactly caused it? What I was thinking about that made me tempt. Like, some people been tempted sexually because I like right now. You know, that's another conversation, but I'm going to say a little bit about it. Just like in the beginning, Satan used Eve to make Adam sin by disobeying God. Until this day, I'm not saying like men are better than women, but I'm just saying, if you think about it, Satan is still using you and women these days to actually tempt men. 
what do we see happen today? A lot of women getting tempted by Satan right now. That temptation is for them to look beautiful. What do they do? They have plastic surgery. They actually reform their body. They actually put in like stuff into their breasts to make their breasts look bigger, smaller, but round, not saggy. They're putting stuff on the behind to actually make it bigger and bigger and bigger so they can be, so Satan can use them to tempt men. And you also have men doing the same thing too right now to tempt the woman. So when you're actually going somewhere, you see a, a beautiful woman passing by you. Yes, you actually wasn't like looking for a beautiful woman. Some men do look for beautiful women, but if you wasn't looking for that beautiful woman, you're just going somewhere or you're driving somewhere and then that beautiful woman passed by you. Do not look twice. If you turn and look again, you've been tempted. And then you're going to be tempted sexually. You're going to be thinking about, oh, you know, there's some word I'm not going to say, maybe like this kid watching me right now, but you're going to be having those sexual, sexual uh, temptation. You're going to be saying like, oh, I would like to do this. I would like to do that with that person. Sometime I'm going somewhere and then a beautiful woman passed by me. My flesh want me to look back and I said, no, I'm not going to look back because I don't want to sin. My flesh kept telling me, turn, turn. So I'm being tempted by my flesh to turn a second time because I know if I turn a second time, I'm going to have bad stuff popping up my mind. I probably saying like, oh, you know, who this, who that? I want to do this. I want to do that. You guys know what I'm talking about. So I fight myself so I don't turn a second time. Sometimes I fail, I do turn a second time, and then like bad thing happen. Bad stuff popping up my mind, like Satan is using that second turn by me turning a second time because I'm being tempted to turn a second time. When I fail and I'm not able to fight it, I turn a second time. So that's a door that's open, and then Satan used that door to actually continue tempt you know tempt me and then sending flesh about stuff that I'm not supposed to be thinking about. So one way to fight it when that happened, do not turn a second time. If you feel like you're not able to fight yourself from turning a second time, what should you do? Call the name of Jesus. Ask God to help you. Ask Jesus to help you in that moment. Saying like, Lord, Lord, I'm not trying to sin, but I want to turn a second time. Oh, Lord, help me because I feel like I want to go talk. Some of us, we married. Some of us, we have boyfriend. We have girlfriend. We have all the stuff and we still been tempted. On Facebook. There's a lot of people that have been sending me friend requests. Most of them are women that actually have those naked pictures on their profile. Videos of, you know what, sending me friend requests. So the way I help myself not to tempt 
I don't accept those friend requests. But some of us, we accept those friend requests, and then every time they load a naked picture or video or sexual video, they pop up to your page, and then you click on it, even though you're not clicking on it, but the thing pop up to your to your page, you're going to be tempted for you to click on the video. You're going to be tempted for you to click on the name so you can go to the person profile to keep looking at those pictures. So to me, the best way to fight that, for that not to happen, I choose not to accept the friend request. I choose not to accept the friend request. Some of us, we've been tempted by going to club. You know, we actually been tempted smoking, you know, smoking, drinking. The enemy is telling you, put like in your mind, drinking and smoking will help you not to stress. But don't you see the more you do it, the more you get stressed? That temptation is pushing you to drink and smoke. And the enemy is putting like in your mind, you're helping yourself from not stressing. But you never find a result. The moment you do it, you feel kind of okay, but when the thing go away, you're tempted again to keep doing it. So the enemy uses one thing to cause you to tempt. That one thing is, if you drink, if you smoke, if you do drugs, you're helping yourself from not stressing. You're helping yourself to overcome stress, but that's not the right way to overcome stress. Because they're going to be more stress into your life. You're going to jump into um, anxiety, depression, even take your life away. Because those drugs is, is making things worse for you. It's not making it good for you. Find the thing that will help you to overcome the temptation when you're dealing with the temptation. Everybody goes through temptation. Every day in our life, we go through temptation. Every day in our life, the enemy is doing everything that he could to make you tempt so God can be mad at you. So if you want to live a Christian life, if you want to live a godly life, you have to find ways to overcome temptation when you are going through temptation. Don't just, oh, God going to help me. No, because God already give you the strategy. He already give you the, you know, like the, he already give you the answer. He already give you the stuff that you need to actually fight temptation. That's one of the reasons why a lot of us, we pray and God haven't said nothing to us. And then we're saying that, oh, God don't love me. Because I've been praying for that for, for years, for months, for days, for weeks. And he haven't answered my prayer. But he gave you the tools. He gave you the strategy. He gave you the thing that we need to help ourselves out. 
Sometimes we are waiting for God to answer a question, but he already did it for you. The thing is right there next to you, but we are waiting for God to come down from heaven to do it for us. Things cannot be like that. That's why the more you read your Bible, the more you're going to know exactly what to do in every situation. That's why when you pray, you get closer to God and the Holy Spirit within you is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. You will be able to overcome every situation Sorry, that you see yourself into. You will be able to overcome the temptation. A temptation might look good to you, just like I see on Monday. You might be tempted to go to a mission work because a friend of you is going. So that's a good temptation in our eyes. But God know in that moment, he do not want you to go because something going to happen. And then you, you've been tempted to do it because a friend or a church member or your church is going, but you never ask God, do you want me to go? Do I have your permission to go? God might give the other people permission, but he actually didn't give you permission. And then you choose to go and then something happened. Then you say, why, Lord, why did you let that happen? You know, if you if you read like in Luke 4, Jesus gave us a great model for overcoming temptation. Notice when temptation come, Jesus was tired, hungry, alone. That's one thing that caused Jesus to to be tempted because Jesus was tired. He was hungry and he was alone and coming over a spiritual high of being just baptized. baptized. So those are the key words of what caused Jesus to actually be tempted in that moment because Satan saw Jesus is hungry. You know, you know, I'm talking different. My mouth is killing me so bad right now. Satan saw that Jesus was tired. Satan saw that Jesus was by himself. And Jesus was going through a spiritual high of just being baptized. Satan saw Jesus just got done doing a 40 days. 49 fast. So Satan say, um, told himself, ooh, that's the best time to tempt Jesus. That's the best time to actually do what I have to do to cause the Son of God to sin. If Jesus has sinned in that moment, we don't know what was going to happen. I'm not saying that that was going to happen. I don't know. But in the same time, Satan knew there's a 99% Jesus will overcome it. That 1%, yeah, Jesus, you know, might be able to, uh, you know, that 1% is like Jesus is weak, hungry, lonely, you know, and all those stuff. But Satan knew 99%, 99% say, um, God was going to, Jesus was going to overcome that temptation, but he still did it. So notice, when temptation come, that's why I give you those those little um, example of what 
What was the cause of Jesus being tempted? Once again, Jesus was tired, hungry, alone, and Jesus had just got back time. He was going through like probably like a spiritual development, even though he was God, but he came in as a flesh. So like the flesh was going through that cycle. That's how the Bible says Jesus was 100% man, 100% God. I believe, I'm not saying I'm right, but I believe you. Jesus was not 100% God. He was only 100% human. I don't think he was going to be able to go through that temptation. Not just the temptation, but to go through uh, him dying for us in the court, the beating, the embarrassment. People spit like, you know, like in his mouth, uh, face, laughing at him, put him naked, you know, like whooping him with, with like metal stuff on nails and everything, like his flesh to be flying around. So I don't think Jesus was going to be able to go. Jesus had to be a hundred percent God. So the godly sign within Jesus make him keep going, give him the strength to keep going. Because, like, the godly side within Jesus wasn't suffering. It's the flesh that was suffering. So that's the way I see it. Maybe somebody else must, you know, might, might have a different idea, but that's, you know, that's, that's the way I see it. So notice when you are being tempted. Think about the day that you tempt the most, saying, like, okay, I, I think I was driving and I heard a song, and the song caused me to tempt sexually. So find out the song and don't listen to that song again. If it's like a station in your um, in your car, a radio station in your car that keep playing that song, do not go back to that to that station, that radio station, because if you still listen to that radio station, that song gonna pop up again. If you kept keep on listening, or or it might be like a TV show, because we all know there's a lot of sexual stuff going on, you know, like in TV these days. We all know that there's a lot of stuff like that going on on TV. Every commercial have a sexual things in it. There's always like a female half naked. Most movie, same thing. You know, one thing that used to tempt me, I used to love watching anime. Most of those Japanese anime have a lot of naked women in it. Have a lot of, you know, you know, I'm talking like into the, you know, men point of view, woman, but the woman, there's a lot of, Naked men, but anime, but I mean, watching anime, I used to tempt a lot when I see those beautiful women, like those Japanese people, they know how to, how to create those anime, uh, you know, anime women to look so beautiful that any man desire will go up. So when I used to watch, that's one of the reasons why I stopped watching anime because I used to get tempted a lot sexually. The way they create those anime f- female. So I told myself, 
I don't want to go through that temptation no more. So I stopped myself from watching anime. So that's why I say notice when you are being tempted, figure out what caused you to tempt. If it is like a movie that you are watching, and then there's something within that movie that caused you to tempt, any kind of way, it might be sexually, it might be physically, it might be financially, it might be any kind of way, and then you know you're not supposed to be tempted like that, stop watching that movie. If it is like a friend that you kept traveling with, you kept going out with, and then that friend calls you to be tempted some kind of way because of the place that you've been entered. Because us as a Christian, this place we're not supposed to we're not supposed to go. When you go to that place, you open a door for the enemy to tempt you, for the enemy to do whatever you want. There's a lot of Christian in club. There's a lot of Christian going to club. Think about it. Is club from God? No. The reason why I say no, because the music that's in the club, the way people act, people act crazy in club. When I was younger, I went to the club one, two times. I didn't go there to, uh, to actually like dance. When I used to be doing like worldly music, the people I was hanging around with, when they go, um, when they actually go into perform in a club, I went with them twice because I wanted to support them. But inside that club, I just sat down and then my conscience started eating me out. So I said, I'm not going to do that no more because, because I know as a man of God, I'm not supposed to be in that club because God is not within that club. So if that friend kept on pressuring you to go to a club to do this, to do that, the best thing I could tell you, that's not a good friend. One of my cousins wrote something on Facebook today. Wrote something on Facebook, if I could put it up. She actually said that someone asked her, what do she do? And then another person saying she read her Bible and she she uh, she she prayed and she read her Bible, and then I replied to her saying that that person that said that you before you even answer the question, the other person asks you that other person that says she read her Bible and then she pray. That's a good friend because a good friend should always know what you like. If you have a friend and then they know that you are a believer, they know you are a Christian, they know that you read your Bible, they know that you are praying, they know that you're trying to live a godly life. There's some places you don't want to go and then that person kept pressuring you to do the negative. That person kept pressuring you to go to club, to do this, to smoke, to drink. Because Satan is using that person to, to try to tempt you. What I, you know, what I subject you do is to let that person go. That's not a good friend. If you was like a worldly person, like you was not a believer, you was not a Christian, that was going to be a good friend. Because if you're not a believer, you're not a Christian. Most of us, that's not a believer, that's not a Christian, that's not a woman of God or a man of God. The thing that we want to do is clubbing, sleeping around, smoke, drink, 
doing all those crazy stuff. Go up to places you know you're not supposed to be. So that was going to be a good friend. But if you are trying to live a godly life, that's not a good friend. You need to get rid of that friend. That's what I did. I used to have bad friends in Boston, so I got rid of them. Because like I made a decision that I want to serve God. I want everything about me to represent God, to we you know, like to reflect the glory of God. When people see me, they see the glory of God within me. So I had to make a decision to remove myself around the people that I that I that I was hanging around with. To stop going to the places that I used to go with those friends. For me to be able to live that godly life that I want to live for God. I'm not saying I'm better than them. No. My decision come with sacrifice. They they actually was a good friend. I miss them. I still miss them. Because we used to have good friends. Uh, um, you know, like fun. But I had to make a decision because we are living in the end time. I went to sleep one day. I heard a voice saying, "We, you are living in the end time. What are you doing right now? Are you still going to keep living the life you're living right now? Or are you going to make a decision to change? So I woke up. I said, you know what? I'm making the decision. I changed everything quick. God gave me the strength. To cut everything off fast. And then I will move myself from Boston. Right now, I am not in Boston right now. I left Boston. I actually go somewhere else that will help me to, that will help me to, to continue that decision until I feel like I am strong enough. I'm not saying like I'm going to move back to Boston, but I might go back and visit Boston because my spirit is now strong. I will not allow the worldly thing distract me no more. So every decision, there's a sacrifice. Everything that you want in your life, there's a sacrifice. A lot of us, just, just like I see on Monday, a lot of us been tempted to be like a powerful man of God, but are you able to go through the tribulation that that powerful man of God is going through? There's good temptation, there's bad temptation, but it doesn't mean because it's a good temptation, you have to do it. It's from God. Because you may not be able to to go through that temptation that that man of God or woman of God is going through. Because God already transform that person's life away for them to be able to deal with that temptation because temptation, tribulation, able to make you run away from God because you say, oh, that's so much tribulation. Serving God is is hard. Yes, serving God is not easy. Serving God is hard. It's not easy. Don't listen to nobody telling you that serving God is easy. Is not easy because your flesh will fight you. The number one fight, uh, the number one tribulation 
is you fighting with yourself. But I mean, saying fighting with yourself, you're fighting with your flesh. Your flesh is your number one tribulation because you're fighting. Your flesh wants you to do sin, but you are fighting because you don't want to do it because you want to please God. So your flesh do not want to please God. Your flesh is your sin. Is the sinful life because we all was born into sin because Adam and Eve sinned. I'm not saying there was the first that sinned. Satan was the first and the angels that God removed from, from, from heaven. They actually sinned first. But on earth, Adam and Eve was the first human that sinned. So everybody after that was born into sin. So that's our flesh. Don't think that your friend is your number one enemy. No, we are our number one enemy because we are fighting with ourselves to please God. And then our flesh is fighting us to please Satan. James 4. James chapter 4, verse 7, I should say, Submit yourself then to God, resent the evil, the devil, and he will flee from you. Just like I just say, the more you pray, the more you, you know, the more you fast, the more you meditate in the word of God, your mind will be so busy into the word of God, so busy into God, Satan not going to find space into your mind, to your heart to try to tempt you. So he will flee from you. I'm not saying he will leave you alone permanently. He's going to flee from you in a way he will not try to tempt you no more because you see that your mind is so busy. So he will find all the way to make you sin. Maybe that temptation is not working out, but he's going to find all the way. It could be your, your wife. It could be your husband. It could be your son. It could be your daughter. It could be your cousin. It could be your friend, your brother and sister. It could be your coworker. It could be your church. It could be even you. He's going to use other strategy to make you sin. He's going to use other strategy to make you disobey God. But once again, the more you pray, the more you read your Bible, the more you, the more you meditate in the Word of God, those are the strategy not going to work. Satan will stop bugging you when you die. Satan will stop bugging you when you die. But until you are alive, Satan will not let you go. Satan will not bug you, will not stop bugging you. He will continue bugging you. Even though he know he will fail, he will keep doing it. God will test you until you die. God will stop testing you, giving you tests when you die. The Bible says Satan is a weapon into God's hand, so God is using Satan to test his children. Just like God is using us to do his will on earth, God is using Satan to still do his will on earth, to, to, to give you tests. So that temptation you're going through right now is a test from God. That tribulation you are going through right now is a test from God. So do not allow the enemy to continue test uh, to continue um, tempt you. 
Do not allow the enemy to continue make you sin. Do not allow the enemy to continue make you disobeying God. Do not allow the enemy to actually do that. Here are some other um, more more ways for you to resent the devil to our temptation. Same thing. Avoid environment where you are easy to tempt. There's some environment you go through, like I just said, a club is the number one environment that you can be tempted easily. Because like those women inside that club, they dress away, short skirt, that the behind is showing everything. When they sit down, you're able to see, you know what? You as a man, you will be tempted. There's a lot of men within that club. There's a way they, they dress, the one that walk out with six pack, eight pack, 12 pack, and everything like that. Their mindset is to tempt you. Is to tempt women within that club. Those women that dress the way I just say, their mindset is to tempt you. I know someone, they used to go to the club all the time. Their mindset was to go to the club and meet men and sleep with them. They knew exactly what they were, you know, were going to do, but God changed that person. Environment like bars, going go to a bar to drink. That's another environment that will cause you to be tempted. It may not be sexual. It might be any kind of way. If you tempt by money, that temptation can cause you to kill someone so you can be able to have that money. People that robbing people, how they've been tempted by money. People that kidnapping people, killing people, they've been tempted by money because they go to your house because they want to have your money or they want to Steal the thing within your house so they can sell it to get that money. So money is a curse. There is a curse within that money because money makes people do crazy things. So money is another weapon that the enemy used to tempt you to do bad things. So don't let yourself be tempted. Don't do as the wicked do and don't follow the pack of evil dog. Don't even think about it. Don't go that way. Turn away and keep moving. You, you can read Proverbs chapter 4, verse 14 to 15. You know, I have a lot of, you know, verse here. If I keep reading them, my life going to be too long. Like, like I said, I try to keep my life short, but if I have to go, you know, longer than one hour, I will do that. If you are going to the place where temptation will most likely occur, then you are headed down the wrong route, the wrong way, sorry. Involve those place. Don't go to those place. Don't go to those people. They will only lead to trouble. Trouble, you're going to be in trouble with God. If God is telling people to tell you not to go that route, and then you kept going that route, you're going to be in trouble with God. God might let something happen to you. 
Some of us, we do not listen. God let many things happen to you, happen to us. And then we kept doing it. The reason why we kept doing it, because we know God is faithful. God is merciful. He will forgive us because Jesus Christ died for you in the cross. We are living by the grace of God. We're not living by the law anymore. Because of that, we don't want to listen. We keep on doing the thing that you know you're not supposed to do. When facing temptation, get away quickly. Don't let it dwell in your mind. The more you let it dwell in your mind, you're gonna get you're gonna keep getting stronger. Sorry. And stronger and stronger. Run from anything that will cause you to get into temptation. Instead, try to live a righteous life. If you try to live a righteous life every day, you will do the thing that I just say. Read your, you will be reading your Bible every day, fasting, praying. Those are the three things that God asks us to do every day. Pray. Because prayer is not fasting. Fasting is a sacrifice. Because we no longer need to do animal sacrifice. But we still have to fast. Fasting is a way of sacrifice. Because you're sacrificing your body to fast. Doing three days, when God asks me to fast, I do three days. Sometimes I do three days, I don't eat, I don't drink. Sometimes I do three days, I don't eat, but I drink water. It's not easy to do to do that. Even the people that serve in Satan, Satan asked them to fast. When Satan asked them to fast, they have no choice but to do it because Satan going to kill them if they don't do it. But us, because we are so free serving Jesus, when Jesus say, put like in our mind, in our spirit for us to fast, we choose not to do it because we know God not going to do nothing to you. You're saying, like, oh, God not going to do it. I can always do it another time. But he wanted you to do it right now. So you've been tempted by the enemy for you not to listen to the word of God, to the voice of God. Look for verses in the Bible that have to do with fighting temptation and circle them and try to memorize them. Look for a verse in the Bible that will that will help you to overcome temptation. When you get in temp, you can use those words. Saying like the Bible say, et cetera, et cetera. I should not be tempted. I should not do this and that and that and that. So the devil will flee from you because you're using the word of God to fight him, to fight against him. You can read Genesis 39, verse 11 and 12. You know, I'm going to just go over them. 
We place temptation through the word of God. Like I just say, you will place in temptation with the word of God. So the word of God will replace every negative thing that's in your mind. Usually when you attempt uh, a thought come first, something come first to your mind. The more you think about about the temptation, even thinking about all you need to involve it, the more power it has. Knowing that your you, you know your mind, your thought are the first seed of every temptation. James 1, 14, 15. You must replace those thoughts with God's word instead of thinking about the temptation. Set your mind on God's word. Find scripture, like I just say, and speak directly about the temptation you are facing. Find word in the Bible and speak directly to the temptation that you are speaking. Saying temptation, the Bible say this and that and this and that. In Jesus' name, I will not tempt. In Jesus' name, I will always fight you. In Jesus' name, I will not my I will not allow my spirit to, to cause me to sin. You can read Psalm one nineteen, verse nine. How can a young person stay on the path of purifying by living according to your by living according to your word? I have hiding your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So like the more you read your Bible, you're hiding the word of God within you that will, you know, like that will help you not to sin. Hide the word of God in, in you know, in your heart, memorizing them. Memorize the word of God. That's something that I'm fighting, you know, I'm still fighting to it. There's a lot of stuff I know that the Bible say. It's like I'm trying to train myself to know exactly where they are in the Bible. You know, if you guys pay attention to my life, there's a lot of stuff you, you actually heard me say, the Bible say this, the Bible say that. But it's like, you know, some of them I actually didn't tell you where in the Bible. I just say the Bible say that. So, so by me saying that, I'm showing you guys I'm not perfect. I'm still, I still have things that I am fighting with. I still have things that I am trying to train myself. I still have work that, that needs to be done into my life. So I'm not better than you. So I'm talking to you and I'm talking to me. I'm also telling myself the thing that I'm telling you guys to do. That's the same thing that Jesus did when he got tempted by Satan. He used the word of God. He used the scripture in the Bible to fight the devil, to overcome that temptation. When Satan say, look down, I will give you everything like, you know, I will give you like everything like in the world. And then Jesus say, you know, the Bible also say, the son of man should not live by the bread only, but you know, etc. By the word, by the word of God. So that was a good example that Jesus left for us because he know a lot of us will be going through a lot of temptation. 
So he's showing you exactly what you need to do. So we have no excuse. We cannot tell God, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know when I'm temp, I'm not supposed to do that. I didn't know when I temp, I'm supposed to, to, to use your word or to pray or to do this or to do that. So we have no excuse when the judgment day come because we will be judged. That's why the Bible also say that in the last day, a lot of people will say, God, I cast out demon in, in your name. I raise up the dead in your name. I went to mission trip in your name. I preached the gospel in your name. God going to say, I never knew you. So before like I'm done, I will say that again. Recognize when you are tempted. Read it, read your Bible every day. Not, not just read it. Some people, they just open the Bible, they just read, and then they just close, they read one verse, and then like, they close it. That's, that's not enough. You need to read, read the Bible, meditate. Meditation means you meditate into the Word of God. You read it first, and then you say, okay, let's see what's in it. What God want me to, what God trying to tell me like in that verse. You go over the verse. One, two, three times. And then, you know, like, so, so that's a way of you meditating. You're saying like, okay, this, that, you know, God say this, Jesus say that, you know, I, I shall not do this. I shall not do that. You know, so like, so that's meditation. When you just read it, read one verse and then you close it. I bet you, you did not memorize nothing. I bet you like a second later, you're going to forget what you just read. Because all you did, you just opened the Bible and then like you read that verse one time and that's it. You didn't meditate. So meditate in the word of God, pray and fast, and then figure it out what caused you to tempt and figure it out strategy. If you ever got, you know, get tempted like that the same way for you to know exactly what to do. So memorize scripture. I'm telling myself that too. When I've been tempted, so I can know exactly what to say, so I can know exactly which verse in the Bible to fight the temptation with. So thank you guys for watching me. Thank you guys for taking the time, the people that's live with me right now. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for, for supporting me, my Facebook. You know, I have more followers on Facebook. My Facebook is getting higher and higher. And my Instagram is actually, uh, my subscriber is Instagram, uh, not Instagram, YouTube is actually going higher too. Also my Instagram too. Don't forget to follow me guys on TikTok. I haven't like focused too much on TikTok. I haven't had too much stuff on TikTok, but I'm going to start loading my videos on TikTok. You know, like put my video because TikTok now allowed you to have three minutes. So I will find the the good three minutes to actually put on TikTok. But I just want to say thank you guys for the support. I will see you guys on Friday. You know, I will see you guys on Friday. I will let you guys know if I'm going to continue this topic or if I'm going to, you know, if I'm going to talk about a different topic. Thank you so much. Have a good day. The one that's at work, may God, you know, Give you the strength to continue working when you get off work. May the Holy Spirit direct in your path, make you go home safe. 
Thank you. Have a good day. Hello. Thank you for listening to Talk with Jew. We hope that you have enjoyed our show. And please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Talk with Jew. If you have not done so, if you did, we just want to say thank you for your support and have a wonderful day. May God bless you all. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.